Broke Chicks, I'm Al. And I'm Sal. And this is Two Broke Chicks, the show that shares life lessons for the gals from the gals. And today we have Helen Chick, who is the author of Sex, Swipes and Other Stories. If you haven't read her book, we definitely recommend it. It's like the modern day memoir to dating and she's like the Australian version of Carrie Bradshaw. (laughs) She's incredible, such a vibe and we're super excited to talk to her today. We're going to be discussing everything from dating to relationships, commitment issues, hello, (laughs) and a bunch of other fun stories and then we're going to have a fun game of playing through Alex's hinge. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know how I feel about that. I'm very excited for that. I don't know how I feel. I haven't <laughs> opened that up in like six months. So it's going to be scary. It's going to be terrifying. <laughs> Exposing myself. But before we get into the episode, Sal and I always like to share our life lesson of the week. Mm-hmm. So, Sally Ballet, <laughs> take me through your life lesson of the week. <laughs> So it's a new financial year. July Mm. is here. I can't believe. Like I am still processing 2020. It's still 2019, babe. Please take me back. But unfortunately, it is a new financial year. We are well and truly into 2022. And that means fun little thing called tax time. And God, I don't know how many times I've done it now, but every time I'm still like, how do I, what? what? And I think especially because a lot of us have been working from home for the last two to three years, it's also made the process a little bit more difficult. Mm. So I wanted to remind everyone of all of the work from home expenses you can claim at tax time, because there are quite a few. So the first one is home office equipment. That is everything from like your desk and your chair, your laptops, lamps, stationery, literally anything. And you can claim up to $300. So even if you don't have the receipts, you'll be okay. Ding, ding. Don't lie on your tax. No, don't lie on your tax. That's definitely not what we're recommending. Um, Any other tech that you have. So like printers, if you have a tripod. I know we use one a lot for work. I threw mine at a wall yeah. in a rage quit, so I don't have one anymore. Exactly. Just hold the receipt for the new one that you buy. But yeah, Alex had an Aries rage and threw um, her tripod. Yeah, well, it was a ring light, but it was broken anyway mm-hmm. after I threw it. <laughs> <laughs> also utilities, so your phone bill for your mobile, your internet plan, your electricity, heating, all of like your usual home expenses you can claim at tax time. Of course, this isn't financial advice. Mm. Just want to say quickly, go to an accountant if you're not sure what you can claim and what percentage. That's what I do every year. And they also remind you of a lot of things that you can be claiming that you might not know otherwise. Do you know which one I learned last year? What? That you can buy a handbag of up to $300 and claim it. Oh, my Mm -hmm. God. I think it's up to $300. I'll have to check that. But, yeah, I was doing my taxes and he was like, have you bought a handbag this year? And I was like, no. He's like, are you sure? There's not a work bag that you use for work? And I was like, no, just use a tote bag. And he was like, well, next year, why don't you go buy a handbag for yourself? <laughs> and I, he's like, because you can claim that. And I was like, I will. So here's your sign to go buy yourself a new little work bag. Oh, my God. I need mm-hmm. your accountant's number. So, of course, we aren't tax specialists. This isn't financial advice. Go to your accountant and check the ATO website for everything that you yeah. can claim. The show is called Two Broke Chicks for a reason. Exactly. All right. What's your life lesson okay. of the week? Okay. My life lesson of the week is my love language 
is Facebook Marketplace. I love Facebook Marketplace. Scrolling through there is my private time during the week. I also have other private time, but we won't get into that. (laughs) We already got blocked on TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) But there are also some of the most cursed listings on Facebook Marketplace that I just wanted to share a few. First one is a fresh limited edition Dorito, which is puffed from Edge. 3D Dorito. Oh. For $700. A single puffed Dorito for $700. Moving on, we have a Captain Planet ring set from the 1990s for $300. Oh, my God, show me that. Sally, you're not buying it. You can buy me something with that. Oh, my God. Next up, we have a half-eaten Oreo, which has like Batman inscribed in it with half the cream on it for $10. Not quite sure. And then the most cursed pair of Birkenstocks I have ever seen in my entire life. How much are they going for? $25. They're black. They are black. If you are not watching the video, the bottom of them is black. They are the most feral things I've ever seen. They literally have like a black footprint. If you put these on, you're getting athlete's foot in two seconds. And the most concerning part about this is that they're marked sold. I can't. You couldn't pay me to wear those. No. Do not put that on Facebook. If you are trying to get rid of your Birkenstocks and they are not brand new, they're going to the bin. Don't do that. Oh, and last but not least, someone, you know those like pop figurines? Mm-hmm. Someone's selling their Stitch collection for $1,000. As in Lilo and Stitch? Yeah. I oh love Facebook God. Marketplace. That's all. I, that's just what I need to finish on. Facebook Marketplace, if you're furnishing your apartment, if you're trying to sell things, great, amazing. But, oh, my gosh, there are some cursed things on there. $1,000. Stitch has range, Stitch. I will say. Crazy. Also, after trying to sell a few things on Facebook Marketplace, I've never disliked humans more. Mm, yeah. The amount of, like, I'm selling things for, like, less than half than what I bought them for and they're barely used. And someone's like, will you take $100 off the price? I'm like, no, mm. I won't. That's why I listed it at that price. They're like, will you drive it to me? And they're in, like, Timbuktu two hours away. <laughs> and I'm like, don't think so. So it's babes. Yeah. Well, Good life lesson. Maybe we can screenshot them and share them in the Facebook group. Oh, for yeah. People to marvel at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, <laughs> we'll share the listings, screenshots mm-hmm. somewhere, but we'll just blur out people's names. Yeah. Blur out the dates. But deets. then also, I'm a big fan of a name and shame. You put it on the internet. So, yep. fair game. Okay, moving on to our interview with Helen. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me, ladies. We were just saying that you've had such a big day already. She's been up since five. Yep. She's going to bed late. I go to bed early because I'm up at 4.30 to train. I would love to put Alex through a day like of my like training. Would you like to come do a, a Muay Thai class with me? I would like nothing less. Oh my God. I would like nothing less. <laughs> we'll see you at the bottomless brunch later. Yeah. <laughs> like I can barely walk up the flights of stairs to get up to my apartment and I'm okay with that. <laughs> That's fine with me. Jumping straight in, what are some dating app red flags in your opinion? For me, red flags would be when somebody starts getting overly familiar with you right at the beginning and calling you things like baby, babe, 
honey, sweetie, and things like that. I just, I actually, that's an ick for me. I'm like, I don't really know you. I'm like, talk to me like I'm a piece of shit. Then I'll like you. (laughs) I'm not your baby. Right? No, exactly. I'm like, I would never call someone babe, right? Unless it's another girl. Mm. Just, no, you just can't do that. That's one big red flag for me. I think before you even get to the actual chatting stage, are we talking before we chat? Maybe at profiles, there's definitely some fun Profiles the first one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. My biggest pet peeves is when you get group photos playing where's wally that is an automatic left swipe for me because i just don't have the time and then half the time you're just like trying to match them up and you can never find the right person that you want to you know i think it's good to have at least one or two group photos and then the majority well the first one can't be the group photo yes and then the majority are selfies or solo pics if there's not a group photo in there, I'm like, okay, so you have no friends. Like, there has to be one, but it can't be the yes, first one. It can't I be love first. it when they have a photo with like one other person as the first one, and it's someone who's like really good looking. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, and I'm and like, you're like no. I'm like, oh yeah, let's go for that one. And then scroll down, I'm like, ah. Oh. Oh, <laughs> like, I kind of get the strategy, but also you're setting yourself up for failure. Like, no, you can't do that because no. it's just go with your ugly friend in the yeah. first one. Go for the cheerleader effect where, Real like, yep. you an extra ugly people so you look hotter. Yeah. Yeah, well, that, that just makes sense, no? I've never understood that when you put a photo of somebody hotter next to you, you're, you're hot, mate. Yeah. <laughs> you know. The other one would be topless photos, the gym selfies. Ooh, that's always just selfies. a – And then posing next to expensive cars that you don't actually own. That's also when they don't write anything in their profiles or, or my actual other pet peeve is when they write their height but then they add in the line at the end because it matters. If that – because apparently that matters because or something. I'm like, like, yes, it does matter. If I'm like five eight and you're five nothing, we've got a f- problem here. Right? <laughs> like, I mean, yes, some people are into reverse height superiority, I guess. But short for kings, me, yeah, short kings. Nothing wrong with that. But like, you Especially, don't need to add the oh, if it matters. Yeah. Because if you don't think it matters, then don't put it in. I yeah. put three ten on mine. Because <laughs> <laughs> I said it as that as an accent, and I was like that. Funny. <laughs> just leave it. I think for girls, it's the opposite. If you're like six five, you mm. probably want to say something. Yeah, yeah. True. but you know, I love those memes. That's like, um, just went on a date with a guy who was six four, and just want to announce that apparently I'm six four too. That they were lying about their height. Uh, also, the one where they're like, I'm overly competitive about everything. Oh, okay, yep. Uh, okay. Like that hinge what, 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 prompt yes. that they always are just like everything. Yeah, like, that's right. Yeah, and you're like boring, can't even come up with anything. Like at least say Monopoly. I feel like the dating apps like Hinge, they're good because they force you to write an answer to certain questions, but then like the likes of Tinder, some people don't write a thing. They just leave it or it's like, if you want to know, just ask. Oh, like, and then yeah. I just, oh I actually hate them. I'm like, no, thanks. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> or they're like, pass. I'm the type Hard of texter pass. who takes two weeks to reply. And I'm like, same. So we're never going to talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. All good then. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and then you get the ones that leave their Instagram handle and they're like, just message me because I'm better on there. I'm like, are you trying to harvest followers through yes, this? Yes, 100%. I can't do What if they put their Snapchat on there? That's the ultimate the, red flag. Right? Yep. <laughs> Dick pics coming in left, right and center. Yeah. When exactly. they like watch your Snapchat, I'm like, unmatch <laughs> immediately. Yeah. Okay, what are some green flags? What are some things to look out for on a dating profile that you're like, I like that about you? I like a little bit of like modesty, just self-deprecating humor, really. That's usually Love. a good, like a green flag for me. If they've bothered to write anything, that's always a good start. I think when they have 
just decent non-blurry photos. That's mm. that's another. I mean, beforehand it's hard to see green flags before you've actually said anything to each other. Mm. But self-deprecating humour, a massive tick for me, win. Mm. And then, you know, if we match and that kind of comes through in the first couple of minutes of chatting, that's yeah. that's that's perfect. We want that. Mm. We love that. I love when, like, the questions aren't, oh, what are you up to? How was your day? And, like, they get into some, like, weird question that you're maybe, like, arguing about a really niche movie, mm-hmm. like, hierarchy or something like that. Also, this is so niche, but when they have photos that are taken on, like, a disposable camera. The really blurry vintage look. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I'm, like, artist. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. I find that hot. It shows they put some effort into their photos yeah. as well. Well, yeah, because you have to, like, actually have it in a digital format, have scanned it through to actually mm-hmm. be on there to give that vibe, right? Or run yeah. it through Dazcam. Yeah. yeah. Either way. Yeah. I'm, like, we're on the same vibe exactly. if you do that. And yeah. they're always hot with a mullet and a moustache. So I'm, like... Okay, we can make this work. It's very true. They go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. How long do you think you have to talk to somebody to know whether or not they're the right fit or not? Uh, I actually think that you could talk forever and you just wouldn't know until you Mm. meet somebody in Mm. person because you could text back and forth. The banter would be great. But the chemistry in real life, I've had this happen many times where I'll meet and it's just fizzle. Catfish vibes. it's, Mm. It's not even catfish. It's just more that. It just doesn't translate in real life because, mm. you know, it's easy to pretend to be somebody behind, behind a screen. screen than, like, to do it in face-to-face. Yeah. So I would always say people need to meet within 10 days of matching because the longer you wait, then it's never going to happen. So yeah. here's the thing. I'm not a good texter. This isn't my strong suit. I know I send you, like, cooked messages every day, but that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's different. Like, that's a different relationship. Like, I'll send a message being like, I really miss Robin Williams. <laughs> <laughs> or I'll be like, sometimes I remember that Pocahontas and John Smith broke up in Pocahontas too, and it really ruins my day. Like, but I can't send that to someone on the dating She just likes to drag app. me down with her. So I'm like, I like need to go on the date because mm. I can't be bothered to text. I can't be bothered to do yeah, which like, is fair enough. the whole messages. And I also just don't think that's my strong suit. Then yeah. when they like meet me in person, I'm like, okay. Now you can see what it's like. Oh, now it's Alex show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think the older I get as well, I just don't like enjoy texting either. Mm-hmm. So that's perfectly fine. You could e- just lead in and be like, hey, I've got X amount of time on Saturday or Sunday or whatever day you have free. Do you have time for a coffee? Mm. And just line that up straight away. We can chat then. That happened to my roommate and she was talking to this guy and it was maybe like a Sunday and then he was like, oh, what are you doing next Friday? She's like, oh, I don't have plans. And then he's like, okay, cool, like let's go for a date then. I'll chat to you then. And then didn't speak to her for the whole week. And then on Friday it was like, okay. She was like, I think we're still going on this date. And then he sends her a message half an hour before and he's like, okay, cool, like still good for seven. Yeah, I was like, I kind of like that. Yeah, I know it's good. Love that it's perfect. Yeah, I've heard. Don't many. talk to me. <laughs> yeah, don't talk to me during the week. Save it all. Like yeah. you know, let's leave something for you know the meetup to yeah, talk. Yeah, leave to some talk about. mystery. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of dates, what is the worst date you've been on? Everyone has like a good worst date story. I know you told the biting one on Happy Hour, mm-hmm. so we need we want a different one. Oh, we want no, no, don't worry, we've got lots. We've got lots. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, this one happened in Sydney during Mm -hmm. the 2020 lockdowns. And, you know, during that time, like, everybody's, like, date of choice was to get the coffee and go for a walk. Mm -hmm. That was the date of choice. So I matched with this fella around August uh, and we decided to go for a walk from Bondi. I don't know where we were planning to end, but within the first five to ten minutes of us 
going on this walk, coffee in hand, he st- uh, like struck up the conversation of, have you ever been with a black man? And he's not, mind you, he's not black. He's Russian but was born in Australia mm. and had a massive Bogan accent and everything and just comes out of the blue and goes, have you ever been with a black man? And I'm like, do you mean sexually? I've dated a few but I've never sexually been with mm. one. Hey, we'll have a little bit of racism on a date. Yeah. yeah I know. It was, oh it was really quite. How did you respond to that? What did, you, did you leave? Did you go for the well, walk? Well, the thing is I think it's, it became a bad habit of mine because I was writing this book that whilst, like, I knew it was inappropriate to talk about that sort of stuff, I almost let the crazy play out a little bit longer than I should. And I just think to myself, I'm like, how much more crazier can this guy get? So let's just keep going. Do it for the content. Yeah, do it for the content. I think, yeah, that was within, like, 15 minutes and we just made it up the hill towards um, icebergs. And I was like, okay, we need to change the subject now because I really, yeah, don't want to talk about this anymore. And then so then the, the next topic of conversation became about... Somehow that TikTok was blowing up at the time. So yeah. TikTok popped up and then Donald Trump came up oh, no, and then he oh, started no, telling oh, no. me how much he loved Donald Trump yep, no, and just adoration, admiration, whatever, all the Asians oh, of how God. much he loved him. And I just looked at him and I went, okay, so you would support a guy who thinks it's okay to, you know, grab a woman by their Squishman, and <laughs> that's going to be my, my I'm word for use it. That. Yeah. And he he kind of just thinks, stops, and thinks, and goes silent for a bit. And I'm like, oh yeah, I think I might have got okay, him. We're Maybe I've changed. We're, yeah, getting, we're through getting through. Here. And then he goes, yeah, but what man wouldn't want to grab a woman by their squishman? And at that point, he said that there was an old gentleman that was walking <gasps> past at the same time, and he had said it so loudly that he, as he walked past, turned around, raised his hand, and was like, I wouldn't. And I don't yes. want to date with that old man. I was, that's yes. I was I so date. embarrassed that we were just like in the middle of Bondi and I was like, oh, my God, you've just said that out loud so that somebody apart on onlooker has like seen this and I'm like, okay, okay, cool. You're like, I do not know this person. Oh, my God. The silver lining of that is that there are so many red flags that you know immediately yeah. this person is trash. Yeah. And I, I think I still was like on this date for another 20 minutes before I'm it finally sorry. ended. I think I went away and I was like, wow, that was really inappropriate. And I'm like, I think when it's happening to you, you don't realize it. And then I've walked away and I'm like, wow, this guy is mental. Hold on. <laughs> you were on a coffee walk. Yeah. He wasn't even drunk. No, no, he excuse. was saying no. this sober. There's no yeah. excuse. Oh, my God. I once went on a date with a doctor and he was showing me photos that he took of people in surgeries while they were unconscious. What kind of photos? Like open, like, like yeah, cut like open? Like people with like, inside like knives in their legs and like mm-hmm. all this shit. I'm like, I'm pretty sure you're not allowed to do that. And I'd been like, I don't like blood. And he kept oh. just being like, thick, 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 thick. <laughs> and then was be, and like, was so like, I'm a doctor. And Such I a was weird like, flex. cool, I'm an Aries. <laughs> <laughs> we're Let's Aries, go. that's right. Yeah, we're Aries sisters. I love that. <laughs> yeah. I always say to Al, I've been in a relationship for 14 years and I'm like, if I ever have to date, like if for some reason we ever break up, I would just be like, well, that's me out of the game because <laughs> these sorts of horror stories scare me off for life. Do you have any advice for people who are on dates and are in the middle of that scenario and want an excuse to get out of there but don't know how to do it? Oh, yeah. And well, endure like a it good to the end. People always do the cliche of like, oh, I've got a phone call and there's been an emergency, but I'm like, seriously, who buys that these days? If you're not happy or like not comfortable, I would just be upfront and be like, I got to leave. 
Bye. I, I don't think there's any magical out that you can give to somebody. Just be honest. Especially, mm. I mean, for me in that particular circumstance, I was willing to stick it out to the end just because I needed the content and, you know, <laughs> wanted to see how funny. I think it was just funny. And mm. at this point I was like, okay, this, you know, I'm not in any sort of danger. It was the middle of the morning. Lots of people are around, so let's just, you know. Yeah. But if you are in a situation where you just uh, you feel like you're unsafe, I would just honestly just be upfront and be like, hey, this isn't working. Good luck on your journey and just walk away from it. Deuces. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, literally. Burn in hell. Okay. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> I should start doing that. I always go for the, my roommate's locked out. Gotta yeah. go. Gotta mm. go. That's actually like, oh, a really good one. Yeah, but then sometimes they're like, oh, okay, like where's your apartment? Oh, no. And I'm like, brother. <laughs> this is a solo yeah. mission. No, yeah. this is a solo mission, yeah. <laughs> and no. I'm like, oh, no. Have you actually had that happen? They're like, where's yeah, your apartment? We'll like, come back. I would be like in Bondi and I'd be like, like, I'm so sorry, my roommate's locked out. i got to go. But like, this was really fun. No, it wasn't. <laughs> and they'll be like, oh, okay, like I'll walk with you. And I'm like, oh, thank you. But that's the thing. I feel like when you feel like you need to add in the pleasantries, like, oh, this has been really fun when it really hasn't. I feel like when you don't say that sort of stuff, it's it says the world. I feel like yeah. girls need to like not placate the situation by saying it's been fun and just be like, it was nice to meet you. I'm just so awkward in that mm. situation. I'm just like, one time I was like, oh, I forgot. I told my friend I'd go to the movies <laughs> and just left. He's like, oh, what movie? And I was like, oh, I don't know any movies that are on at the oh, movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I was like, she was oh, going to surprise me. Damn it. I was like. <laughs> I gotta go. Just, like, just <laughs> let me leave. It's called the worst date ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, screening right now. Yeah. <laughs> so our show is all about life lessons. What is the biggest life lesson that you've learned from dating and relationships? I feel like a lot of people put a expectations on every single date they go on. The best way to approach dating is to not have any expectations. That's that's probably the biggest lesson that I've learned also not chasing like certain milestones like getting married starting a family when you haven't actually worked out if that's right for you I've chatted to a lot of friends who are now in their 30s and just questioning whether or not that life is even for them having kids and Mm. they feel like they've spent their 20s chasing after it Mm. and now they've come to the realization you know what I don't actually want those things but because you know society those are the things like the milestones that we've been brought up to kind of go after traditionally Mm. you know having been divorced twice I'm like definitely I wish I had that moment of introspection back in my early 20s but that would be the biggest lesson really love that it's hard when you have pressure from society but also like your family Mm -hmm. as well you don't want to disappoint anyone and you're like oh well maybe if I end up doing this I'll enjoy it yeah but I think you just have to trust your gut. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to stay in the moment. Like it's hard to like not go on a couple of dates and be like, could I see myself with them for the rest of my life? Could mm-hmm. I move it? And you're like, chill, it's been three days. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's fine. It's three days. You don't have to know yet. Yeah, exactly. Do you have any tips for first dates? Like whether it's where you should go, or what you should do and what do you talk about? Oh, I, I do have a tip. It's not really a tip. It's a don't do. It's don't have dinners for first dates. Oh, okay. Oh, why not? Oh, just because for me, at least, I can feel within 10 to 15 minutes whether or not I will get along with someone and if they're we're, we're vibing. I just know myself quite well. Mm. But if you meet someone that you just really aren't vibing and you're stuck in a dinner, that's like, what, a minimum 
90 minute to two hour commitment mm-hmm. unless you can inhale your food. It's, you know, I don't ever want to be stuck in the situation where we're doing a three course meal and I'm thinking to myself, I when can I reasonably home. leave? Mm. You know, how fast can we ingest this so that I don't get indigestion mm. and, and leave? So I always say first date should always be so low key where there should be, you know, a time limit of like an hour and whether or not that be a coffee, a juice, whatever you want to do, you know, just keep it very casual. There's no huge time commitment. There's Mm. no huge monetary commitment Mm -hmm. on that end. I feel like at least when I speak to men, they're always like, oh, you know, I took this girl out for a really nice dinner, spent all of this money and she just never called back. And I can understand why they would get frustrations with that because Mm. they're the ones expected, again, also very traditional and you know Mm. that they're expected to pay for the first date and if it means having this massive meal and expensive meal some people do and I just think it's crazy save Mm. yourself the time and the money and just keep it casual and then there's no nothing no love loss if it doesn't Mm. work out I completely respect like men that want to pay for the first date but I also just think that concept is so completely outdated outdated. correct I agree we used to know someone that admitted that they would Organize go just on dates meal. to get free food <laughs> every Thursday. I just mm-hmm. I, They would I, call it Tinder Thursdays oh and go God. out for a free meal but, every Thursday. And I was like, that's crazy. I couldn't do that myself. Yeah. I would feel bad because my actual thing with first dates, if I ever did end up in a situation where there'd be food, like let's just say you go to a bar and you order a drink and it mm. goes well mm-hmm. or it doesn't, you know, and you've ordered some like nibbles and stuff on the side. When I decide I don't like someone, I always quietly settle the bill mm. because then I don't feel like I owe them anything mm. and I can walk away clean. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah just totally. Guilt-free and I don't care if I've emasculated you yeah. or you feel emasculated, but at least I walked away. Free conscience, you know, just that's kind of like my my take on it. And if I let a man pay for me on the first date, my idea is that when I see them again, I will then return the favour and pay for the next drink meal, whatever it is, you know, mm, whatever it may it be. Yeah. So what would your tip or recommendation advice be for people that either have commitment issues themselves? Asking for a friend. <laughs> Just asking for a friend here. <laughs> it's me. What would you say to them? Or on the other hand, if someone's dealing with another person that has commitment issues. So if I wanted to date Sal, she won't date me. <laughs> What would you say? If it's for yourself and you're dealing with commitment issues, then you need to work on that yourself. There's no that nobody can do it for you. You're just looking at it like, no, I don't want to work. But that's actually I that's actually like entirely that on you. My but friend someone... didn't like that answer. <laughs> <laughs> but then if it's somebody else, then you can't actually do anything. That's mm. on them. It, it always lies with the person who's ha- who has the commitment issues to do the work. It's never on you, mm. and you ne- should never feel like you need to be the one doing that work. If you do meet someone who has commitment issues, you need to walk away from that. I feel like a lot of girls love the the project or the idea of being the one to turn this, you know, to be that one. To turn. I can change him. I can change him when it's just not <laughs> really the, the right approach and you don't want a project. Like yeah. you don't want to have to convince somebody to commit to you. If yeah. they need that much convincing, it's probably not worth it, not worth your time anyway. I'm trying really hard not to laugh. <laughs> I'm just like through all my trauma. And I'm like, ah, very good. <laughs> I'm like, four years wasted. <laughs> no, remember we said it's never a waste. No. It's a plot point. Yeah. No. 
Well, we thought we'd play a little game. Of I've, been, I've, been, I've been looking forward to this. We should all agree to be like on three, we, we go pass or like, yes. Yeah, like smash, yeah. or pass. smash or pass. Smash okay. or pass. Okay. All right. I'll like re- maybe read out the profile. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. So, should we analyze your profile first? No! Can I read it out? Can I, can can I, I read, read it? it? Yeah. I feel like I need to. Yes. I feel like I need to. We need to analyze. She wasn't prepared for this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we get to curate to her profile. Oh my God. Okay. So we're going to start off analyzing oh, Alex's it. profile. Okay. Well, first photo I like. You're smiley, which I also like. You've also got a nice low-cut top, which is great. Show off the assets. <laughs> we love that. And then you've got, what? what's that, a margarita? Oh, that's a huge margarita. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what you see is what you get. Yeah, yeah. big tits and margaritas. It's, good. <laughs> it's great. Love it. Uh, I take pride in my 4.87 Uber rating, which is great. Thank I'm like, you. I don't even know what my Uber rating is. Ooh, last I checked, Should I think be it might have been like 4.7, but... but you know. Really? That's why I take pride in it. <laughs> <laughs> then you've got a photo with you and a friend, which is cute. Your friend's also got alcohol in her hands, you know. I think every photo has alcohol in it. Oh, no, and then you've got a podcasting. I think you've got Sal there, which is good. You've got your priorities there. Mm -hmm. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. (laughs) Um, Together we could get wine drunk and fight XX. (laughs) Cute, cute. (laughs) Two truths and a lie. I've killed before. I'll kill again, and I like Nicolas Cage movies. (laughs) (laughs) Which one's the lie? I'm like, which one's the lie? (laughs) They're all true. (laughs) (laughs) You've got a shot here with you in a photo studio, which I also like. It's cute. Maccas, yeah, priorities again. We like it. How I fight the Sunday scaries. And what's this last shot of? Who's this? Oh, that's Gina from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Okay. All right. I feel like I should know that, but I love it. I mean, okay. What do you rate it out of 10? Photo-wise, I would say it's a 10 out of 10. With writing a little bit more about yourself, it probably could but, I mean, there's, there's no real space for you to do it on Hinge, so I'm like, that's also a 10 out of 10. You've, you've got to work with what you got. And the 310. Don't yeah, the 310. The oh, I did high. see the 310 and I was like, yep, 310. There we Listen go. Listen to the voice memo. Oh, my gosh, yes. That's I fun. was like, can I play? Okay, Wait, no, so I don't want to. My friends have told me that apparently I'm really good at doing a Scooby-Doo impression. <laughs> so um, here goes. Hey, Shaggy, what are you doing with all the Scooby snacks? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. I thought you were actually going to do Scooby. I did. That's the joke. That's oh. the joke. <laughs> That's the gag. That also gets so many responses. Oh, I love of that. Of people being like, hey, I'm walking here. It's good because you're, sh- you're still showing off that you're good at doing impressions and accents. Yeah, yeah great. And I want to get wine drunk and fight. And I have killed before. I will kill again. And, and National Treasure is an amazing movie. <laughs> That's everything That's you need to know. That's all you need to know. I think I deleted Hinge before they added in the voice memos, but I like the voice memo. Thank you. Good. Thank you. Anyway, that was traumatizing. Like I need to take no. my pulse. <laughs> How much are you sweating right now? So much. I was like, I really don't like this. We're going to cut that out. <laughs> okay, do we go through the people that have liked me or do we just go on the standard? Because this is a audio format. Okay, I'll read through. Just, yeah, read through. Like, describe the first pick, their name, and then okay. I don't know if it has, like, a prompt or something. Okay. And let's do a quick fire round. Okay, first up we have Luke. He's got a really nice smile. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Really lovely photo. He's got kind eyes. He does have kind eyes. Yep. His prompt is together we could frolic and make rugs. <laughs> I like that. Yep. Interesting combo. Into it. Oh, he's wearing a pink cowboy hat. It's a pass from me. It's a pass from me. Sorry. Sorry, Luke. 
Sorry, Luke. But I do like the lycra photo the li- <laughs> and the idea of frolicking. I feel like we could do a, a friendship frolic. Yeah. Okay, Jake looks like he's going to hurt my feelings. <laughs> Ooh, okay. He's a bit, bit. Okay, tell, us, tell, us, tell okay. us about Jake. Okay. We've got a voice clip. Oh play God, the voice clip. Voice play, okay, play the okay, voice okay, clip, okay. please. Hey, it's Chewbacca. We should have a have a you know impression off or oh like my, you know that oh my was your god his Instagram in it. Uh, okay. Oh, but he's hot. Sorry. Smash. Smash. He's a smash. No, we like him, but I just don't like the fact that he put his Instagram there. Okay, mm. here's the thing: his Instagram has a better aesthetic than mine. Look at this. Oh wow! Look, do you know what? Oh, let's big. smash it. We smash. smash. We would smash. Smash. We would smash. Send like. <laughs> okay, we've got Lucky. We've got some tattoos. His prompt is my cry in the car. Song is Window Shopper by Fifty Cent. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Weirdest gift I've given. Or received this one time I got a unicycle for Christmas. Always got a picture with a llama or an alpaca. Are they the same thing? No. I okay. Think they're different. It's one of them. Look, there's not a lot of photos of him. There's a lot of like snowboarding, hiking. I don't see much of him in that. Yeah. Also, they're not really activities that you would usually do. I mean, what do you this, mean? I'm, I'm guessing that's him there. He has a, he has nice, a nice smile. smile. I mean, from the side profile shot that this is what I'm talking about, where the boys, like, they, they put up these photos where you're like, okay, great. This one, absolute f- pointless shot, him in the snow where he's literally like a little blip. Legit. In, like, I can't in a sea of light. Okay, pass. So he's clearly very active, but w- could he convince you to, like, go... You know? My idea of active is a bar crawl. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do one more. Ooh, he's got long hair and a dog. Smash, 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 smash. Don't even worry about it. Don't even worry. Long hair and a dog, smash. Tick, All right. Tick. I'll let you guys know when the wedding is. Thinking spring, natural floral arrangements, done. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. That was a wild roller coaster. I feel right. adrenaline pumping. Me too. But thank you so much for joining us today. I feel like I've learned so much. Mm-hmm. I'm a new woman. Hopefully the chicks have learned something as well, whether you're single, dating, in a full-blown relationship. You can never stop learning and growing because learning and growing is sexy. Thank you so much for ha- coming on. Hope thank you had you for fun. Having me, ladies. It was so much fun. <laughs> thank you so much, ladies. Thank it's you. Been a pleasure. Bye. Pleasure's all ours. And we'll see you next time. Scobby. <laughs> Scobby Dobby do. <laughs> that is a wrap. Thank you so much for joining us, Helen. I feel like a new woman. I know. Buy her book. Oh my gosh, it's so funny. It is such a good read and it's also gorgeous. It's like mm. illustrated so beautifully. So it's an amazing coffee table book. I as was well. just about to say that. But you can check out finder.com.au slash twobrokechicks for all of the details, show notes, link to where you can buy Helen's book. And you can find us on Instagram at twobrokechicks and TikTok twobrokechicks underscore. We tried to get the one without the underscore and we still can't get it, guys. (laughs) Thank you for having us in your ear holes. We absolutely love to be here. And huge shout out to our producer, Priya Tahizade, for being our guiding light through every episode. Bambi Media for editing our episodes and Maiden Katata for letting us sit here and talk some shit every week. (laughs) We love it and we'll see you next week. Also, don't forget to go listen to our episode with Helen for Add to Cart on Thursday because we're back on that. Yep, she'll be dishing all of her fashion must-haves, mm. beauty bag essentials, and shopping regrets, our favourite question. Yeah. <laughs> all right, bye, chickies. Love bye, you. Babes.